Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 4th of January. The Union Home Minister Amit Shah yesterday, after asserting that the centre will not budge an inch on the implementation of the Citizenship Amendment Act, launched an awareness programme about the Act. Under the programme, the BJP will take out 500 pro-CA rallies across the country beginning from today to reach out to 3 crore people. The first one took place in Assam's Kohati today, where thousands of supporters of the Citizenship Amendment Act gathered at the Booth Karyakarta Sammelan. While addressing the gathering, BJP's acting president JP Nadda said, and I quote, I know what culture, heritage and language is. I understand the sentiment associated with language and culture. It is our responsibility to protect the culture and heritage of Assam and we will do it, unquote. Nadda said that the government will ensure that the sixth schedule of the Assam Accord that was signed in 1985 will be protected with true spirit. While making the speech, he also threw an open challenge to Rahul Gandhi, asking him to speak just 10 lines on the Citizenship Amendment Act and point out the issues with it. The Samajwadi Party in Uttar Pradesh, meanwhile, has promised pension for anti-CAA protesters if they are voted to power. The BJP, obviously, lashed out at the party saying that it was in their DNA to honour rioters and anti-socials. Leader of the opposition in Uttar Pradesh Legislative Assembly, Ram Govind Chaudhary, said their party would also give compensation to the families of those who were jailed or killed during the anti-CAA protests in the state. He said, and I quote, If our party comes to power at the centre and in UP, they, that is the protesters, will be given pension as they have struggled to save the constitution and the democracy. Unquote. Talking about the recent comment made by Uttar Pradesh's BJP president that Akhilesh Yadav should stay in Pakistan for a month to understand atrocities on Hindus, Akhilesh Yadav responded saying that the Narendra Modi-led union government was out to divert people's attention from real issues. He said anyone raising a question is being asked to go to Pakistan. Talking of Uttar Pradesh, Congress General Secretary Priyanka Gandhi has been served a notice by the Dadri police of Uttar Pradesh for violating Section 144. Former IAS officer Kanan Gopinathan too was detained from the UP border today while he was on his way to Aligarh Muslim University to take part in an anti-CAA protest. Our reporters Ayush and Basant made a week-long trip to Uttar Pradesh recently and they came back with some excellent eye-opening ground reports. Do read them on newslaundry.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the red subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. Remember, News Laundry is 100% free of advertisements because when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. But when the public pays, the public is served. So pay to keep news free and be a proud member of a community that believes in the independence of news. As the controversy over the Citizenship Amendment Act continues, Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan said today that he has written to the chief ministers of 11 states urging them to intervene on the contentious act. In a tweet, Vijayan explained the reason for his resistance against the CAA. He said that the act is fundamentally discriminatory in nature and is antithetical to India's constitutional values. In Karnataka's Bellary, on the other hand, a BJP MLA called Somashekar Reddy made a communally charged speech. He said, and I quote, It's just a caution for those who are protesting against the CAA. We are 80% and you are 18%. Imagine what will happen when we take charge. Unquote. 
Reddy stated that those who wanted to live in this country would have to follow its traditions, just like the Australian Prime Minister said to immigrants in Australia. Senior CPIM leader and four-time MLA of Jammu and Kashmir Legislative Assembly, Muhammad Yusuf Tarigami, accused the BJP government at the centre of turning Kashmir into a virtual prison to suppress dissent by locking up leaders of different political parties after the abrogation of Article 370. Speaking at the Foundation Day programme of the party in Kolkata, Tarigami called on intellectuals and members of civil society to rise in protest against the oppression of people in Kashmir after the abrogation of Article 370 and 35A of the Constitution. Tarigami was one of the many leaders who were put in detention after Jammu and Kashmir's special status was revoked in August last year. However, after Supreme Court order, he was allowed to move out of Kashmir for medical treatment in September. Among the many Kashmiri politicians who were detained are three former chief ministers, National Conference Chief Farooq Abdullah, Omar Abdullah and People's Democratic Party President Mehbooba Mufti. Tarigami also took a dig at the centre's claim that not a single bullet had been fired since the security lockdown in Kashmir. He said there was no longer any need to fire bullets as Kashmir had been turned into a graveyard. Do read our editor Mehraj Lone's piece on Kashmir titled A Decade of Siege, Bloodshed and Revolution of the Spirit in Kashmir, where he talks about how Kashmiris have held on to hope amid the pervading injustices. While the threat of an oncoming war has got the world concerned after the killing of Iran's top commander Qasem Soleimani by US forces, President Donald Trump defended the attack on Soleimani, saying the reign of terror is over and that Soleimani had contributed to terrorist plots as far away as New Delhi and London. The US president was referring to a February 2012 bomb explosion in which an Israeli diplomat was injured. So far, the Ministry of External Affairs in India has not said anything about Trump's claims. In his speech, Trump also said that Soleimani was plotting imminent and sinister attacks on American diplomats and military personnel. He said, and I quote, Under my leadership, America's policy is unambiguous to terrorists who harm or intend to harm any American. We will find you and we will eliminate you. Anyone reminded of Liam Neeson's famous phone call from the movie Taken? I will look for you, I will find you, and I will kill you. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. What are the difference between anti-CAA protests in UP and Assam? To find out, listen to the latest episode of Reporters Without Orders, where Basant, Ayush and Ayan discuss their experiences on ground in both the states with me. We at News Laundry want to bring you details of ownership patterns in big news houses so you know where your news is coming from. To help us dig deep into the business of news in India, we need your support. Contribute to News Laundry Sena's Who Owns Your Media project. Go to www.newslaundry.com sena and find the Who Owns Your Media project. Select your News Laundry Sena membership level and click on Add and then proceed to Payment. If you face any issues while paying on the website, you can also send us money via PayPal at paypal.me slash newslaundry. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.